Hey guys, my name is Angie Marie and you are listening to Bosse Talk. Hello my loves, welcome back. I uh, don't know why I said it like that. So this is this episode is going to be for my girls, but but it also can be for my boys because I know I got some amazing men on here as well. But just know that a lot of what I'm talking about is for the girls. But you know what? It's good to have insider information for my boys. And a lot of this can also apply to you guys. So, you know, I've been seeing a lot of this stuff about being a high value woman. <laughs> and I've read a lot of articles about this before this episode because I was like, all right, let me just see what they're saying about this. And a lot of it is like, how to be a high value woman to attract a man. And I'm like, no, ew, <laughs> sorry. But like, why are women always trying to be a certain way to attract men? I want to talk about how to be a high value woman, period just to be a high value woman in society. Cause not every fucking thing that we do, sorry boys, but not everything men that we do is in, is supposed to be for men. We're not existing on this planet to be like, how can I be the best possible woman for a man? Sorry. But I was reading about this because it's been such a big topic that I've been seeing about being high value versus low value. And the whole thing about being a high value woman, what it what it's supposed to mean or what it stands for is being someone that people admire, but also someone that they respect, being kind, respectful and loving to everyone, including herself. And so this isn't just about how you can be for other people, but being a high value woman is a lot about how you are to yourself and that becoming an embodying or or giving off the energy of a woman who is very highly valued. Um, and again, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to bash these kinds of things. Cause like, if you really want to change yourself for a man and be the perfect woman for guys and have them want you, that's great. But most of what I and how I operate is more or less about personal development of, of ourselves as women and as men and how we can show up at our, as our best versions of ourselves for ourselves. And therein, when you do that, you then make a bigger impact on the world around you. You know, you can inspire someone, you can be, you know, a, an asset to someone's life, you know, whether it's your job, um, I'm not saying your assets in your friend's lives, but you could be, you can be actually, you can be someone that is very high value to them. Um, but this is more or less just for yourself, not, sorry, but not for men. So the first thing that I, I saw this, like there are so many articles on it that I was like, okay, this is an interesting topic, but these are also these values that I believe in. And these are things that I've done to embody myself is what I, I believe to be high value for myself. And the first one was knowing your worth. And by God, there are so many men and women who are out here in the world not knowing their motherfucking worth. And I am sorry, and my language might be a little bit more intense today because I'm very passionate about this. Knowing your worth means that you aren't walking around giving people discounts. You aren't walking around with this being high valued, like being this worthy of so much more person and accepting less and allowing people to be like, oh, you know what? I can't afford that. So I'm just going to give you this. Is that okay? And people be like, yeah, sure. I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. No, no, know your worth and in all areas of life, because just because someone else doesn't want to pay what you're worth, you know, whether it's a job, they're like, oh, we don't want to pay for that. Even though you know that you are valuable, you know, you bring value to the table. Same with a relationship. You know what you're bringing to the table. You might even be motherfucking bringing the table. They might be like, oh, you're, you, we don't see your value. Okay, fine. Someone else will. I guarantee you when you know what you are worth and you walk around with that belief system in your head, 
you one, you will attract things that you might not have attracted if you didn't walk around knowing your value, but you're also going to put yourself in a position where you are going to step into the things worthy of you. You show people what they can, how they can treat you. You show people what you'll accept. And when you know your worth, you will not allow people to give you less than you deserve, period. Point blank, motherfucking period. Know your motherfucking worth. You need to stop giving people discounts. You are not a fucking, you are, you are not a on sale. Like you're not the, you're not great value, your name brand. It's my favorite fucking quote. You are not. So stop acting like you're great value. You're literally name brand. Even though sometimes great value is good. <laughs> um, anyways, let's move on. The next one is demanding respect. And I saw this quite a bit. So demanding respect is, is something I think is super important. I, I personally, like I'm a big person. I speak respect. My language is respect. I think you should operate in a way that you are eluding someone who demands respect. And it, one of the quotes was like, don't accept it, demand it. You might have to, in our world, you might have to work a little harder because for whatever reason, women tend to not be as respected as men. You know, when you are a woman who has a lot of opinions and you speak your mind and you don't, you know your worth, <laughs> people look at you and you're like, oh, she's a bitch. And it's like, okay, I, 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 I will be a bitch as long as you respect me. You can call me whatever you want, but I will be respected by people. You have to stand solid on what you believe in. You have to not, you have to have solid boundaries. You have to make sure that you don't tolerate people fucking with you, honestly. Like, don't fuck with me. You, If you don't respect me, you're removed. If you do anything that is out of line or out of my boundaries of what I will tolerate or allow, removed. And truly, I think that that's probably one of the most respect, respectable things. People who are solid, like, I hope that people look at me and be like, I would never do that. She wouldn't let me get away with that. And that's facts because I respect myself and I want other people to respect me. And if you don't, you're removed. You don't get to have access to me, period. Period. Um, the other one is having confidence. This is another big one on being a high value woman. Um, and I talked a little bit about this on a different episode, but confidence is something that comes from within. You know, if you aren't confident in yourself, the world's going to see that. Um, you can't get your confidence from other people. You can't get your confidence from society. You know, I think a lot of us do enjoy the f positive feedback we get from others and the encouragement. Um, but at the end of the day, your confidence has to come from you. You have to be confident in yourself because when you feel good about you and you feel confident in yourself, no one can take that away. Nothing can be taken away from you when it's within you and it's something that is yours. So when you're confident in who you are, when you're confident in what you're saying, when you're confident in your morals and your values, it's yours. I mean, confidence is, is something that no one can give you, right? Like I see people who are so confident. People have asked me when I'm walking around, like, you're so confident. How are you so confident? I'm like, I know who the fuck I am. <laughs> I know who I am. I'm solid in who I am and no one can take that from me. And because of that, I'm confident. There's other ways too, you know. If you don't believe in yourself and you're not confident in who you are, you can fake it. <laughs> you can tell yourself that you are these things and you can step into that. Absolutely. Settle for nothing less than you deserve. Oh my God, you guys, please. Like, I'm just going to say it again, just for dramatic effect. Settle for nothing less than what you deserve. Please stop settling in life. Stop being like, oh, this is good enough. This is okay. I don't think I deserve better. I don't think I can get better than this. This is as good as it's going to get. Fuck. No, it's not. You need to stop letting things just be okay 
when it's really not. And I don't just mean this in relationships because it can be something with work. It can be something with, you know, a company offering you something, you just accepting it, even though you deserve more. You are deserving. And I think that's the problem. The reason people settle is because they don't think they're deserving of more. And you are. You are. I mean, and I'm not saying if you're happy with it and this is what you want, then by all means. But a lot of people just settle. And it's like, you deserve better. And I've had so many friends, you know, say that to me about certain situations. They're like, you know, you deserve better. And I think that's a question that you have to kind of ask yourself. Like, do you really think this is what you deserve? Would you be okay with someone offering this to someone you loved or someone you cared about? Would you be okay with someone treating someone you love this way? And if the answer is no, then you need to reflect on that and say, okay, I need to start accepting more. (laughs) No, what? I need to stop accepting less than I deserve and I'm deserving. And I think that's the thing you need to remind yourself of. We all do. I do. Like I deserve better and I'm going to get it. I'm going to get better and I'll be patient until it does come because it will. Okay. So this is a fun one. Standards. So setting your standards early. And this is something that I think is difficult for a lot of people because people don't really know what they want, right? Like there's a lot of times where it's like, what do you want? Like from the notebook, Noah, where he's like, what do you want? I don't know. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't know what they want. So first of all, before you can even set your standards, you have to know what they are. What do you want? And when you figure that out, you need to make sure that you set those. You need to make sure that you tell yourself, all right, these are my standards. This is what I want. This is what I expect someone to do, how I expect someone to treat me, talk to me, um, communicate with me. And here's the thing. There are people who are, if you, they don't know what your standards are, you can be clear on it. You can say, this is what I, this is what my standards are. My standard is you will communicate. If you're struggling with something, you talk to me about it. You don't ignore me. Uh, my standards are if, you know, we're going through a difficult time, um, we set aside time to go through it versus ignoring it and just shoving it under the rug. Like there's so many other things. My standards are that you, you know, show up um, for me when I need you. Um, I could go on and on, but having a standard of like what you expect from your partner and knowing what that, that is like my standards are, well, one, you're going to respect me. You're going to respect my opinion. Um, You're going to listen to my boundaries and respect my boundaries. Um, There's a lot, I'm not going to list them all, but those are my standards. And if you do not live up to my standards, you will not remain. And I think this is part of becoming a high value woman, man, person is you have standards. Like you have to have them. Otherwise people will walk all over you. Fuck that. Have standards. Um, having your own life too is something. And I, this is not a dig or a bash on anybody who does this. Um, but I see it a lot where I'm like, oh my God, the couple that's together 24 seven, you know, the person who, who can't go anywhere without somebody else, um, having a life, having your own life and not necessarily your whole life being your job or being a person that you're with, but like having your own hobbies, the the things that you do by yourself, you know, like having things that keep you busy, but doing things that you enjoy not just adapting to like, oh, my partner likes to do this. So now I do this, taking on different identities, which I'm not saying you shouldn't take interest in them and what they do, but like still having things that you do for yourself, you know, you can invite people to do them if they enjoy them as well, or they want to get into it, but having, you know, your own things that you enjoy doing doesn't have to always be something you do with a partner, have your own life. Hold power, but be soft. Hmm. I like this one. I think it's important to embody a powerful person. You know, somebody who, again, has respect. Somebody who um, 
is strong in their beliefs, someone who has passion about the things that they care about. But I also think being valuable as a person, as a woman, whatever, being a high value person is being able to be soft and gentle. And I know it's difficult sometimes, you know, like some people think, oh, being strong means you're, you know, stern and you're serious and you, you know, are these things. And I think that there is power in being soft and being loving and being kind. I think that makes you a well-rounded person. Um, and I think being soft is actually almost more powerful because it means that you are okay with showing a gentler side of yourself. You are not afraid to be vulnerable and there's power in being vulnerable. It, it brings connection. It brings a, a piece of, a place of um, understanding and a place of people feeling like they can relate. It's relatable. Um, and I think it's good to be soft, but it doesn't make you not powerful. I think there's power in being soft. Whew, here was one that I was reading about. Oh my God, you guys, this is a funny one because my best friend, she's still one of my closest friends. For years when I was freshly single off the market, uh, like fucking 24, I'm not going to say what my age is, but uh, I was single. And um, why do I not say my age? I don't know. That's weird. Anyways, forget that. Um, my friend used to be like, dude, you're always available. Like you're always available. You need to stop being so available. And I was like, wait a minute, if I'm not available, then how am I ever going to see this person? Like, how am I ever going to do stuff with them? I have to be available when they want to do things. And she was like, no, bitch, you are always available. You always make time. You free your time up for them. Even if you have something else going on, you don't need to be so available. And I remembered being like, I'm so confused. I don't know how to do that now. Fast forward till however many years later. And I'm like, oh, this is what she meant. Because whenever people want to make plans with me, I'm like, okay, here's when I'm free. Let me know if any of that works for you. And instead of just being like, you tell me when you want to do something and I'll make it work. I'm not as available because I got shit going on. I have a life, you know, I got things to do. And if you want to see me, you will make time or you will figure out a time. I'm not, I'm not saying that men have to be the ones that are like, oh, I got to clear my schedule for her. But more or less being like, okay, let me also find a time that works for both of us and then we can make it happen. I think people need to less be less available. I know so many women who are just like ready at the drop of a hat. If a guy's like, hey, I'm, I'm done with work. You want to go do something? I'm like, yep. And I'm sure there are times where people really are just free. But I genuinely know a lot of women who will literally cancel their entire plans, even like girls' nights with their friends to go hang out with a guy. And I'm like, gross. Like, sorry, love you, but come on. Like, they can wait. You know, these people matter too. And I think being a high value person means you also put your other relationships in a place where they are important to you. You don't just drop them for a guy or a girl. So don't always be available, you know? You don't want to, I used to always use this quote, the Ronda Rousey, they were talking about her, they were interviewing her on something and she's like, yeah, I'm not a do nothing ass bitch. <laughs> And it's a little, a little aggressive, but it's facts. Like that's me. I've, I've for years been, I've used that quote in my head where I'm like, no, I'm never going to be a do nothing bitch. Like I'm never going to be the bitch who's just sitting around doing nothing, waiting around for someone to want me to spend time with them. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be doing shit. I'm going to be working on myself. I'm going to be working on my business. And then if I have time, I will make time in some way. You know, if I'm like, I got a free weekend, this is when I'm free. Then we can see each other. I'm not a do nothing ass bitch. And I think that's for everyone, not just women. I think that's men too. Saying no. Why does it sound like I'm yelling? Saying no. I don't know why this is so hard for people to say no. Um, and I think it's something that might happen as you get older because I'm literally like, I should have a shirt that says no or put me down. Don't put me down for that. Yeah, no, it's not for me. I'm so good at it. 
And I know people are like, oh, if I don't say yes, people won't invite me. Or if I don't say yes, I'm going to seem like I'm difficult. Uh, or you're a people pleaser. So you want to say yes to things to make people happy. And I'm like, mm, no. If, I, if it is not something I want to do at this point in my life, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. Even if it's like I'm going to go sit at home on my couch or I'm going to lay in bed and watch a movie instead of going to do this thing. If that's something I don't want to do, I'm going to do what I want. Now, of course, I do believe in showing up for people. I do believe if you want to be a good friend, you want to be a high value person in the people around your use lives as well, you show up. And I mean that, like, imagine, like, I think about my birthday a lot with people who show up and I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. Gifts mean nothing to me. What matters is the people who show up for me when I, when I'm asking them to be there, if it's important to me, I think that's important. So I do say yes to things like that, but I do say no to shit where I'm like, mm, no, it doesn't align with what I want to do right now. You know, I don't want to drink. It's not, I don't have the energy for it. I don't feel like it. And I think people lead, really need to learn how to say no to things that just aren't for them. And there's nothing wrong with choosing something that is in your best interest. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, I'm not saying don't show up for people. I'm not saying say no to people all the time. Um, but I am saying if it's something you really don't want to do, you shouldn't feel bad saying no. You know, it's your life. It's your life. So say no. Mm, we already talked about this, but the same way you have to demand respect, you have to be a respectful person. And, you know, I carry myself in a way I'm very proud of. I've worked really hard on this. I like to carry myself with giving people respect and speaking to people with respect. And you, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care if you are the fucking CEO of the biggest company in the world or if you're a janitor or if you're a homeless man on the fucking street. I'm going to show you respect. I'm going to speak to you like you are a fucking human being because at the end of the day, that's what we all are. No matter what your job title is, that's not, you're not, that doesn't make you who you are. You are a human being. We are all human beings and we all deserve respect. So I think being a high value person, that goes into that where you just respect people. You know, you speak to people really with love, you know, you treat people with respect. <laughs> And I, I've seen people who think that they're better than other people and they just walk around like they're fucking king, king donkey motherfucking dick. I don't know why I just came up with that. I don't think it's a thing. But they walk around like they're the cock of the walk. That's not it either. But I can't stand it. Like you are not this great person when you treat people with no respect. You are actually a lower valued person even if you think so highly of yourself. If you don't treat other people well, you are going to put out into the universe that you are not a person who is worthy of respect in my mind. So I think the same way you have to demand respect and tell people how they're going to treat you, you know, this is what I'll accept. You show people that. You also have to give it. I think there's power in being a good person and showing people respect. I hated this one. I just had to say it because I hate it so much. Have class, but let your naughty side out. Ugh, what? I'm not even, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, you can be classy. I do think having class is something, but I think also class is defined differently by different people. To me, I think a classy person is, again, someone who, you know, the way they carry themselves, they're respectful, they're kind, they're a good person, they allude that to other people, they're confident, uh, they're secure within themselves. All of those things make you a classy person. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, letting your naughty side out. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Um, so moving past that one, the other one was have an opinion. Oh my Lord. So I, I'm, I love people like man, men, women, just, I love people in general. And I like to like observe people's behaviors. And I understand meeting someone's big sister, especially if it's a big sister that the brother is like super like respect, 
that person so much in their life and they love that person, it can be scary, right? You want that person to like you. Same with like a mom meeting a parent. You're like, oh, I want them to like me. But I think a lot of the time, like when you want people to like you, this isn't just meeting someone. It's even like going on dates or, you know, being in environments where you want to be likable. People suddenly lose their opinions. <laughs> they suddenly have none. And I had this one girl, bless her heart. Literally, I, I love her to death still. I hope she doesn't listen to this because I'm not trying to be mean. But we went to dinner and I would say things and she just agreed to everything. And after a while, I was like, Jesus, I wonder if I said something like, I like to kill animals and watch them suffer. And she would just agree. I would never do that, mind you. I think that's horrible. I love animals. But you have to be a person who has opinions. And there's ways you can like, you know, obviously I'm not saying disagree with everyone, argue with everyone, play devil's advocate with everything. But I think having opinions is important. Like you don't have to agree with everything people say where you can have conversation and go more in depth with them and maybe even create this, you know, conversation that's a learning conversation where they might have an opinion that you have changed your opinion on or you most once had that same opinion and you've changed it. But regardless, have opinions have opinions on things, you know, know some shit about the world, know things about what's going on. I'm not saying you have to know everything about everything. That's where you can be in a position where you listen instead of having an opinion. But if it's something you're well versed on and something you are, you know, maybe educated on and you have some knowledge in that topic, have an opinion on it. Share your thoughts. Don't just be a fly on the wall that just nods their head. Uh, and for me, it's, not even like dating wise. I think it's unattractive if I talk to a guy and he agrees with everything I say. Cause it's like, do you have opinions? Is there anything going on up there? But also like with females, friendships, like I'm okay with people having opinions. I I really enjoy it. I enjoy having these deep conversations. And I think being a high value person, it, you are the kind of person who can have a, a, an in-depth conversation. Why am I suddenly feel like I'm talking like I'm a valley girl? That's not how I talk. This one was interesting. Don't be needy. Hmm. Okay. I think that that goes into having your own life. That goes into not always being available. Um, I think it goes into a lot of different things. And I, I also think being needy is something that is an attachment style almost. And I think it's important for us to know what our attachment styles are. I'm proud to say that I think I'm almost 100% a secure attachment, which means that I'm very secure with myself and I'm secure in my relationships. And I hope everyone can get to that place of being in a secure attachment. But I think some people who have like an anxious attachment or um, an insecure attachment, they tend to come off a little bit more needy because they feel like they need to be around that person to feel safer. Um, and there's more that goes into that as well. But I think being needy is more or less um, maybe learning how to have your own time or doing things on your own and not necessarily always needing somebody with you. So it really does go back into what I said before about having your own life. Um, but apparently that's one of the things that they said is makes you a high value person is not being needy. But sometimes, you know, we like a needy person. I don't mind if my man is like, I need you. Like, can be like, okay. <laughs> it's cute sometimes, but not all the time. Um, okay, so I, I went into this one before, and I love this one because it's so factual. Um, you teach people how to treat you. Oh my God, you get to decide how people treat you. What does that mean? I think that's the question a lot of people are like, how do you do that? What do you mean by that? You teach people by what you allow what you allow will continue. If you allow people to disrespect you, if you allow people to talk to you out their motherfucking mouth sideways with the most fucking disrespect, 
you allow people to walk all over you, if you allow people to use you for things, if you allow people to, fuck, I could go on and on. If you allow people to do things, it will continue. They will not stop. You get to teach people how they treat you. For me, it's immediately. If I see something I don't like, I'm like, nope. Uh-uh, can't do that. Here's, a, here's my boundary. I'm going to tell you one time, this is not okay. If you do this again, this is your consequence. And I had someone once that was like, well, when you say it like that, it sounds like a child. I'm like, okay, well, that's how you see it. But I think even adults have consequences. There are consequences for your actions. So here's the thing. If you want to teach people how to treat you, very simple. You know what you want. You know what you deserve. You have your standards, right? Okay, so here's the deal. They did something that you didn't like. Now, you can't just expect them to know that. They can't just know, like, she doesn't like this, he doesn't like this. So now you have the opportunity to say, hey, no, this is not okay with me, respectfully. I'm not okay with this. I don't tolerate this behavior. Um, if you choose to do this again, I'm letting you know. Uh, whatever the consequences that you want to give, I will not speak to you again. Um, this is grounds for termination from my life. Uh, Whatever it is, you will not have access to me in the same way. Um, I'm going to limit my communication with you. Whatever it is, whatever you decide that that consequence is going to be, now you have said that, you have communicated that, right? So now you've told them, this is what I will allow. This is how you can treat me. And this is how you can't treat me. And if they choose to do it again, now this is you up to you. This is your decision. If you let them do it again after you have given them that you've communicated what is okay and what is not okay if they do it again, now you letting them stay, you showed them how they can treat you. You just showed them that, hey, I said this, but I don't stand on it. I don't have solid boundaries, so you can do it again and again, and I'm just going to keep letting you. Now I've shown you how you can treat me. Now on the other side of things, <laughs> for me, if I tell you this is not okay, I will not tolerate this, you do this again, it's done. And you do it and I recognize, hey, you did it again. We're done. You know, sometimes I give that courtesy where I'm like, hey, I'm going to explain this to you. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you why. So you're not questioning it. But you made this mistake. I gave you the opportunity to make it right. I'm not going to give you a chance to do it again. Period. Done. Done. That's it. And that's how you show people how, you, how they can treat you. It's really hard. I'm not going to lie. It can be really difficult, especially if it like, let's say for a dating situation. If you really like somebody, and they just can't get it figured out and they keep doing something that you're like, this is disrespectful or this is something I told you I don't, I'm not okay with. Like it's hard because it's like, man, I want to give them another chance, but you can't, you can't, or it's not going to stop. You teach people what, what you allow. And if you don't want it to keep happening, you have to remove it. Love that one. I truly do. Um, okay. So here's one that I thought was funny. They aren't dramatic. Listen, sister, I am a theatrical, uh, entertainer. I am dramatic AF, but I do it in a joking way. So I'm not, I'm not really dramatic. Like I know how to be serious. I know that not every situation has to be theatrical. Um, so I don't really think that being dramatic is a big deal. I think it's fine. It's especially if it's part of your personality. Like if you are a drama queen, bitch, do you, however, I think it more so means in lines of like, don't be dramatic in your responses to things. Like if something is, makes you upset, don't, don't make a scene. Don't, you know, go fucking AWOL and, you know, do whatever people do when they go AWOL. But I, more or less, it's more so being like, don't be dramatic in your reactions to things, you know, learn how to control your emotions, take a time to take a time to just breathe and, you know, process things and then come back when you're clear headed. I think a lot of people saying, oh, someone's dramatic. It's more or less that they're in an environment where they can't control their emotions and they let their emotions get the best of them. So it seems dramatic. But 
if you let yourself process things, you will handle them much better. This is a good episode, you guys. Maybe I just like it. I love talking about this shit. I love talking about what makes you, I don't even really know if I like high value woman. I think it's more of like how to be a fucking force, a powerful fucking person. Sorry if there's children. I hope you have your headphones in. Um, We already talked about this one, but here was a big one. It's being happy alone. Um, Hard one though, still, nonetheless. It can be challenging. I think uh, if you're single, it there are moments where I think people get lonely no matter what. If someone says, oh, I don't get lonely, they are a damn liar because we all get lonely. We all do because we are human beings unless you are an alien, which I'm kind of questioning that sometimes that there might be <laughs> aliens that walk the planet. Sometimes I think I am one. But if you are a human being existing on this planet, you will get lonely when you are spending a lot of time alone. And that's okay. It's normal. But what it means more so is being able to be happy by yourself, like being able to be content, like, hey, you know, it's Friday night. I don't have plans. Um, Instead of being like, I need to find someone to be with me so I'm not alone. Being happy alone, learning how to spend that time by yourself and like really genuinely enjoying your own company. And I think that was something when I was a lot younger, I struggled with. I was like, I feel like, I mean, I grew up with a big family. I was always with people. And I think our world really teaches us that happiness is finding somebody else. And I think we should reject that notion and start to really learn how to be happy alone and learn how to really genuinely enjoy your own company without needing to fill that void with somebody else. I'm not saying that we don't want and need people, but it is good to be able to be happy solo dolo. Well, let's see. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things and I'm going to kind of go into things that I think, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm try- not trying to bore you guys to death. I'm trying to just speak on the values that I think are important and maybe you guys agree and you can instill some of these into your own, um, characters to be high value. Uh, you know, one of the things was don't chase anyone. And I agree with that. I think no matter what, when you're like, if we're talking about dating, um, I don't even, I don't like the word chasing though. Like people who are trying really hard to get something, like, I think there's a difference in like, okay, I really want this. I'm going to work really hard at this. I'm going to go after this and I'm not, I'm going to be, you know, very persistent versus like chasing a person. I think this really does only apply when it comes to like dating, like, if you want a job or you want a career, you got to chase that shit. You got to chase that dream. But with a person more or less, it's like, don't keep going after someone. Don't keep putting all your energy into something and feel like you have to chase somebody. You know, if somebody wants you, you aren't going to have to run after them. They're going to be right there. They're going to, you'll be meeting halfway. There's no chasing. You'll, you'll both be going after each other. So don't chase people. You know, if someone shows you that they're not interested or you're not worth their time or they're not giving you what you think you deserve, right? Don't go after them. Move on. Somebody else will want you. This one's really difficult. Walking away. Uh, Be willing to walk away from things that don't serve you. And actually, this is something that was on my questionnaire that I did where people were like, I just really struggle with letting go and walking away from things that no longer serve me. And oh my God, it's so real. Like it's difficult, especially when it's something you really want, but it doesn't serve you anymore or that that environment or that circumstance or that relationship is no longer something that is in any way 
a positive environment or a positive experience for you. And sometimes it's hard to let go of things because of comfort, because of familiarity, um, because we maybe still want to hold on to it. But you have to be willing and able to learn how to say, you know what, this is no longer for me. And the beautiful part about this, you guys, I know it's difficult, but the beautiful part about it is when you learn to walk away from things that no longer suit you, that are no longer for you, you then make space for things that are. And I cannot stress that enough because what I've learned in my big age is the longer I held on to things, the longer I prolonged my blessings in a way, the longer I wasn't able to move on with something greater, something better. And sometimes when you hold on to things, you really are just stopping yourself from that next big thing. Um, okay, so I <laughs> I like these other ones. These are more so mine. I think, whoa, I'm beating the shit out of my microphone. I think in, these weren't on the list, um, but I, these are things I believe. Um, all the things on the list, there's more than, than what I read, but those were the ones that aligned with me and what I believe, and they weren't so focused on men. Sorry, guys. Um, but the other ones were being loyal. Um, and I think loyalty is is something that is very rare nowadays. Um, I'm a very loyal friend. Um, very loyal everything, actually. I'm just a loyal person. I, I care a lot about people. And I want them to know that, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. And I think being a high-value person, just being a good person. Let's be real. I don't even know if I like this high-value term. But just being a good-ass human being, you're there. You know, you're loyal to people. Um, I know we talk about this in relationships too. Like it's difficult in our world, I think, for people because there's so many options and they're always like the grass might be greener. So it's, I don't know if I want to stay loyal to this one person. And then there's other the other side of the coin where it's like, I don't want to stay loyal to someone because I'm not sure they're staying loyal to me. There's so much cheating going on. Um, but there's also the difficulty of if we go back to walking away. Um, I think loyalty is important, but I think sometimes it's hard for people to let go of things because they're like, well... I want to stay loyal to this. I want to be real here. I want to stay in this position with this person and, and be loyal and, and show up for them the way I want. But at the same time, sometimes people have a difficult time with walking away from situations. Um, and I think that's a lot of the big reason when we talk about loyalty and nowadays it's just so rare is that I think it's because people have a difficult time figuring out how to end stuff or to walk away from certain circumstances. But I do think being a loyal human being is part of being a high value person. Loyalty is rare. When you find loyal, good people, I really do think you should hold on tight. So here's a big, big, big one. And I know this episode might be getting a little long, but this is kind of like a lot of shit that I think is important. And I think people should really work and focus on these things. I think being a selfish, selfish, being a selfless individual and that's something that takes a lot of time because it's hard, right? It's hard to give so much without expecting anything in return. Um, it can be draining. It can be difficult when it feels like it's not someone's not grateful and there's no gratitude for it. But I think it's beautiful to be able to be a selfless human being who just wants to give without expecting anything back. And I very much am the kind of woman who is like, I want to be selfless. I want to give people I want people to feel like every single encounter that I have with somebody that I gave them something and that they are like, she is good. And I think being a selfless individual is also very rare nowadays. People are very selfish, uh, very greedy. I'm not saying everybody, but it's kind of like we've been built and this society has been built so much on like 
showing things that you have and and getting what's yours and being a shark that there's a lot of that going on and a lot less being selfless and giving and you know giving without expectation of something in return so i do think it's a good quality to have um the other thing is being emotionally intelligent and this is something that you can build right like I think the same goes for intelligence. Like you don't, if you're not an intelligent person, I do think you can put in the effort and the time to gain knowledge and become more intellectual. And I will use myself as a really good example. I'm not going to lie. There was a point in college where I was like, oh my God, I'm, I think I'm dumb. <laughs> real talk is actually, it was a real moment. I was in my class. Uh, I think it was an economics class. I think that's what it was. And we were talking about some topics and I was just like, am I stupid? Because whenever the teacher called on people, their responses were so good. And I was like, what? Just felt like my brain didn't work. And so in that exact moment, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be dumb. Like, I'm not going to be a dumb person. I'm not going to show up to these classes having an empty brain. And I think you can build intellect the same way I think you can build emotional intelligence. And I think it's really powerful to be able to be in touch with your emotions and also be intuitive and responsive to other people's emotions and being understanding and having empathy. Like those are really big things. And I think that's something people can work on if they lack in that area. And I don't think it should be something that people just kind of like, oh, I'm not good at this. So it is what it is. No, I'm sorry. That comes into my next topic, which is personal intel personal intelligence, personal development. If you are the kind of person who's like, oh, I've already tried it. I tried it. It didn't work. Okay. Well, then you are, will never grow when you're stuck and you will never continue to be a better person. If you just accept that, oh, I tried it. It's good enough. Like, no, personal development means you're always developing. You're always working on yourself. You are never your best because you're always trying to get better. And that's how I am a constant, constantly in a place of personal development. I'm constantly trying to get better. I'm constantly trying to educate myself and be be more um, empathetic to the world and to people's experiences and people's perspectives and listen more rather than talking so much, which is why I like this podcast. I don't have to listen that much, but I do like to listen because listening also gives you understanding. It gives you perspective. And I think there's a lot of power in being somebody who is constantly working on personal growth. And to be a high value person, I think that is a absolute like non-negotiable quality you have to have because you're always growing and you're always evolving. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much a wrap, right? Like I think we covered every single topic that I would consider. And if you guys have ideas of what I missed, I'm more than happy to hear them. But I think those are big things that I think make people, I guess, high value people, um, high ticket people. Um, but at the end of the day, again, like I said, this is about what you want to put out into the universe, what you think is makes you a high value person and embodying that and really stepping into that person and really like perfecting, ah, that's a really bad word, uh, really growing these personalities, what? <laughs> growing these traits and really making them part of who you are. And if you're not, you know, if you're like, I'm not good at this, or this isn't something I do great work on it. None of us are perfect. And if you are, then holy shit, I'd love to meet you. Um, but yeah, that's my episode on being a high value person. You know, we all, we all can better our best. And at the end of the day, if we all could just work on ourselves and do the inner work, that's one way to change the world. If you're one of those people who's like, I want to make a difference. I want to change the world. I want to make an impact. Start with yourself. Start with yourself. 
Because if you are all of these things and you walk around with these qualities and just you're a high value person, you bring value to the world. You bring value to every single person you meet and that makes a difference. That changes the world. And that's where you can start. When? That's my episode. I don't know why I changed my voice like that. I don't know. Um, but that's my episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And again, like if you guys have other opinions, if you guys are like, I think that this is also something you forgot that makes people high value or makes people like a good ass person, um, I'd love to hear it. But again, like I said in the beginning, being a high value person isn't necessarily just to attract the opposite sex. It's also to attract greater things in your life. Like what you put out into the universe is something that you're going to get back. If you put out good fucking energy and you work on yourself and you put out like good things, they're going to come back to you. And they say that the law of attraction, if you guys know about the law of attraction, it's fucking real. It is fucking real. And I'm experienced it firsthand. The law of attraction is real. You, what you put out there, you're going to attract back. So if you want to, you know, if you want all the qualities that you, that I just read off in a person and another person, you better believe that you're going to have to have those same qualities because a high value man is going to want a high value woman and vice versa. You're not going to want to be with someone who doesn't also prioritize these things or doesn't work on these things or doesn't feel like these are important characteristics of a person. So you can't really expect that if you don't have these things or you're not developing these things that you're going to attract somebody who already has them all, right? So start with yourself. You want to make changes in your life? You want to make changes in the world? Develop you. And that's my episode, my loves. I don't know why I keep saying that. Be well. I don't know why I yelled it. <laughs>